0: Welcome everybody to The World is a This is episode 76. This is September the 12th, 2022. I'm your host, Steampunk Star Raisin, and I'm here in North Hollywood, California, USA. And I'm here with my co-host, Daniel Berterson. He's in Bellwood, Ontario, Canada.
1: How's it going, Daniel? I'm good. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. Uh, let me look up. That you were talking off
0: camera about the Toronto shooting, and then uh, sorry about that,
1: got interrupted. I got to find that article. Bear with me. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and share the screen. Okay, can you can you see that, Daniel? Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it. I can see it. Okay, says so uh, Toronto police officer. One
0: other person killed. In Ontario, shooting man rampage, uh, suspect killed by police. Uh, Constance Andrew Hull, 48, of Toronto's Police Traffic reserve Unit, was fatally shot at close range. A gunman fatally shot a Toronto police officer at close range during a shooting rampage that started Monday in um, Mississauga west of toronto and ended in hamilton where the police killed the suspect one other person was shot dead in milton three others were wounded police say toronto police chief uh james raymer and const uh, constal uh andrew hung 48 was killed while on a joint training exercise in peel and New york regional police uh, he died at the scene in what is now Peel's police chiefs called an unprovoked ambush. Hong, a member of the Toronto Police Traffic Services Unit, had worked for the force for 22 years. He survived by his wife, two children, and parents. He was shot while on his lunch break, according to the Peel Regional Police. And there's a picture of the police officer who was shot. So, yeah, that's crazy. Where did you hear about this news story?
2: Oh, well, when I turn on my Skype, I uh, I get these
0: reports. i not Skype, but YouTube. It's just automatic.
1: Okay, so this is CBC News. This is uh, a Canadian website.
0: Yeah, I wonder where he got the gun. Um, I'm assuming that he must have had a grievance. Maybe he had gotten a ticket and it was financially costly and he had a grievance. There's no excuse for that. But yeah, so that, that's quite, that, that guy. That guy is the guy that got killed. Um, that was a police officer that got killed. Uh, Andrew Hong, yeah. So, no matter what your grievance is with tickets or whatever, there's no excuse to murder somebody in cold blood like that. Uh, human life should always hold precedence over uh, property and, yeah. and monetary value. Human life is priceless. Uh, and it's crazy because Canada has very restrictive gun walls. I wonder how the guy even got a gun mm-hmm. and what kind of gun was it? Um, but yeah, that's the first time I've heard of a, a shooting in Canada that I can remember in any recent history. Shootings in Canada are not very common. Yeah. Do you have any other insight on this?
2: No. But I heard there was multiple shootings, like, you know, like, multiple shootings, like, in certain places, you know, there was, like, at least two or three civilians who were killed. I mean, this gunman has been, like, really
0: crazy. It says here, it was just, well, the police officer, one other person killed. I think the person who was doing the shooting and the police officer, so there's only two people killed.
2: Yeah, I know, but then, like, you know, apparently I've been listening to something else, another another news station that says, like, um, apparently... There has been other shootings in other areas. And um, and yeah, man, it's just like, this is crazy what's going
1: on, you know? Uh, there's a whole Wikipedia page, so a list of massacres in Canada. Um, the last shooting occurred in canada was september the 4th they're kind of scarce in canada compared to the united states
0: and before that was so the last shooting was september
1: 4th of this month and then the last shooting before that was in uh, june the 6th 2021 but yeah crazy 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 um Anyway,
0: so do you have any other input on that topic before we move on to another subject? Uh, no,
1: I have nothing to say. So what else is on your mind that you wanted to talk about? Um,
2: uh, oh, remember we wanted to talk about like the, the Queen of England. She passed
1: away. Remember that? We say we, we want to talk about that. Oh, yeah. The Queen mom. She's passed yeah. away. Oh, mm-hmm. let me look
0: up a new story about that. Yeah, we're a little late to the game on that.
1: Yeah, uh, apparently they're, they're driving yeah. her around.
2: Like, like, I was talking to people. I say, like, when are they going to bury her? And, she, and they're like, oh, next Monday. So Monday the 19th. So, like, that's kind of odd. Why do they take so... Mm?
0: Well, because, you know, they they want to make, you know, they're they want to make a spectacle
1: of it. But, yeah so yeah uh four days ago
0: the uh queen elizabeth ii this is on bbc news queen elizabeth ii uk's longest serving monarch has died at uh balmoral age 96 after reigning for 70 years she died peacefully thursday afternoon at her scottish estate where she spent most of the summer. The queen had come to the throne in 1952 and witnessed enormous social change. Her son, King Charles III, and the death of his beloved mother was a moment of great sadness for him and his family, and that her loss would be deeply felt around the world. Uh, He said, uh, we mourn profoundly the passing of the cherished sovereign and a much loved mother. I know her loss will be deeply felt through the country, the realms, and the Commonwealth and countless people around the world. During this period of mourning, he said that he and his family would be confronted and sustained by the knowledge of the respect and deep affection the Queen was so widely held. But yeah, I mean, I really, to be perfectly honest, I don't really think we should have uh, a royal family in England. Uh, I think that the concept of royalty needs to be rendered obsolete. You shouldn't have elites who are entitled to large estates and large sums of money for just existing in the right bloodline. But yeah, uh, yeah, it is it is you know sad when anybody dies um and she was this historic figure because she's the longest reigning uh monarch of England. Uh, England, uh, the king and queen of England is large. They're largely figureheads. The power lies with the Parliament and the Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. But what's your, what's your take on the death of uh, Queen Elizabeth II?
2: Well, uh, I, I don't really feel very much of anything, and uh, I just. I mean, a, a lot of people I talk to, they tell me, like, oh, like, like, she's like, oh, like I asked them, like, British people, they say they don't care because they're like, oh, what does the queen do for anybody? She doesn't do nothing for nobody. All she does is party, right? I mean, this is basically all she does is this.
0: This is all she does. Well, she's just, she's a, a tourist attraction. That's and basically, like,
2: like, basically people tell me like, oh, what does she do for nobody? Other people have to suffer every single day. They have to work their ass off every single day for a living while this person just lives in, in like, in ease, right? So there's a lot of angry people out there. So let me tell you something. I know this may sound negative, but some a lot of people are mourning, but I guarantee you, just as many people if not more are actually celebrating
0: well and she was also involved in colonial racism in africa uh i don't know the full details and i have to do research but you know uh england doesn't have a good reputation with what they did in africa and what happened uh, in africa uh there was just segregation and racism they occupied you know foreign countries in africa uh, under colonial rule, under the guise of colonial rule, and discriminated against people of color.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, now I remember, yeah,
0: yeah. So, uh, and that happened under her reign. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, she's a mixed character, but I, I don't agree with the concept of still having a royal family. Uh, you can brag about being descended from a royal bloodline, but you shouldn't be state sanctioned uh because that creates classism and i don't think any one class should be above the next um but yeah i mean um uh, and they're saying that she died peacefully in her you know in her uh estate but i i had heard like a couple of days before they were like she was she went to the uh her doctor and they were concerned about her health. And then the next thing I know, I hear that she's passed away. So I don't know if it was as peaceful as they claim it was, because there was just a couple days before a news report about her critical health there, uh, her physicians being concerned about her critical health.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I thought she was going to live to be like 110, you know, but she, you know, 96 is still pretty good long age. Yeah. Uh, and, you yeah, right. I thought, I... and you were right. And well, you were right. William Shatner outlived her.
2: Yeah, I was right. Just, just one night before she, she I, I was like, whoa, just one night, like a few hours before. Like, wow. I guess I predicted it. I predicted it, you know.
0: Yeah, you just didn't predict the exact time, but yeah, it makes sense because William Shatner's yeah. pretty good health. Uh but I mean William Shatner is
1: 90 and she was 96, so yeah. See Stanley. Yeah, I mean, Stan, no.
0: Stan Lee was 95. He was 95 when he passed away November the 12th, 2018.
2: You know how you say, with great wealth comes great poverty?
0: Yes, that is true. Well, because yeah, in order, no, to, like consol- right. in order yeah. to consolidate great wealth, you have to take from the working class because the there are no such things as self made billionaires. Billionaires got there because of their employees. And if you're not willing to pay your employees a living wage or allow them to have a democratic um, address or redress of a situation through unions, then you are essentially living off your employees and management alone can't manage production or manufacture products. Only the employees can. And the, until more people start to realize and rise up and say, hey, we need to unionize, we need to get paid better. But yeah, I I don't agree in the concept of billionaires. I don't think that billionaires should exist because they exist um, from the blood, sweat, and tears of their employees. And they exist from resources expended by other people, sometimes at their own expense to the point of their own detriment. And it, it basically becomes a parasitic or a vampiric type relationship between management and employer. They suck all the productivity out of the employer to the point where, the, where the, or the employee, the employer sucks all the productivity out of the employee to the point where they can't even afford an apartment. And then they have to get a million roommates just to be able to barely exist. And they can't even afford a car. Can't afford health insurance or medical emergencies. That's not right. That's not just. That's not right. But yeah. So with great wealth does come great poverty.
2: Yeah. So that's why people in London, like I was always told, that's why people in London are so poor because they have to pay so much taxes to keep the Queen in Buckingham Palace, keep her, keep her nice and fed, and you know. So they're basically it's basically at on their on their detriment, right? So.
0: Well, yeah. And also the England is a shrinking empire. You know, they don't have the influence. Uh They're no longer a world power like they used to be at the beginning of the 20th century. After World War II, they pretty much declined as a world power. And their empire and their economy has been retracting ever since. And so, yeah, I mean it's sad when anybody dies, but I, um, I, I just don't, I don't believe in the concept of a Royal family. I don't think you should hold one family above anybody else. Uh, it should be merit-based, but that's not merit-based. That's just being born into the right bloodline. That's, uh, genetic based. Yeah. And, um, But yeah, and there was a lot of racism when it comes to like Kenya and um, the British occupation of like Ethiopia. And uh, I don't know the full details. Maybe we can I can do some research and we could bring up the full details. But there was a lot of racism that involved uh, colonial territories in Africa, excluding people who were black uh, from resources, sucking the resources out of the country. So that you can give all the wealth to the crown. Um, so yeah, uh Queen Queen Elizabeth II, not not the most horrible person that ever existed, not the nicest person that ever exists. She was kind of a mixed bag. So uh I don't like all the you know the propaganda PR they've had on her because she she is a mixed bag. She's she's not the worst person, she's not the best
1: person. She's kind of great. And yeah, but yeah, uh, anything else do you want to add about
0: uh Queen Elizabeth II passing away before we move to the next topic?
2: Uh, no, is so anything else, again, on, your bury, anything bury else her on your mind? Anything else next Monday, the 19th? Okay, so
1: yeah, where's she gonna be but buried at? I'm not sure. oh she's going to rest beside her husband at 73 years who's already
0: passed away she's going to be buried next to prince philip at saint george's chapel at windsor castle so she's going to be buried yeah it's weird i mean interned at windsor castle but why did he, you know we make fun of that? Because like, okay,
2: Prince Philip was actually the king of 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 London, right? Why did he call himself
0: prince? He's a king. Prince Philip. Uh, I don't know too much about Prince Philip. Hold on. Like he was. He. Was I don't. The, I don't follow the royal family, man. Hold on.
2: I know. I know, but it just it's just kind of weird, you know. Like, you know, some people do it because they don't want to feel old, you know.
1: Uh
0: he died in 2021. He died relatively recent.
1: Yeah. Uh um, last year. He was the husband of the Queen Mum. The Queen Mum. Anyway, uh let's share screen. Prince Philip, Duke of uh Edinburgh. Or Edinburgh, yeah
0: uh yeah he was the husband of queen elizabeth It served as the consort of the british monarch from her succession um yeah so he died last year i say i haven't even kept up i don't keep up with the
1: royal family it's not my cup of tea uh He was 99 when he died last year. Uh, Interesting. But yeah, I don't know too much about Prince Philip. Uh, Let's see. He was born in Greece, born into the
0: Greek and Danish uh, royal families. His family was exiled from the country when he was 18 months old. After being educated in France, Germany, and the United Kingdom, he joined the Royal Navy in 1939 when he was 18 years old. In July of 1939, this is according to Wikipedia, of course, in July of 1939, he began corresponding with a 13-year-old Princess Elizabeth, uh, the elder daughter and her presumptive, or heir presumptive of King George VI. Philip first met her in 1934 during the Second World War. He served with distinction in the British Mediterranean Pacific Fleets. In the summer of 1946, King Philip, or King the King, granted Philip the permission to marry Elizabeth. Well, how quaint! Before the official announcement of their engagement in July of 1947, Philip relinquished his Greek and Danish royal titles. Or, yeah, royal titles and styles and became a naturalized British uh, subject. Oh, okay. So he was Greek and
1: Danish descent. Interesting. Okay, well, neato. Yeah, I don't. Anything
0: else you want to add to that, uh, Prince Philip, who died last year?
2: You know, I would, uh, no, I not nothing but that. But anyways, I'm back on the queen. You know, I was talking to some people and they actually said, like, they don't care because she's like some spoiled rich lady who died. I mean, she never went through what other people went through, right? Like, um, yeah,
0: but you should. Like, they don't know.
2: They don't know what failure is, but they don't even know. But they don't even know what success is either, because everything is you know, given to them on a silver platter, right?
0: Well, that's true, but you should never, um, war, uh, you should never wish death or suffering even on your enemies. You should be, try to be humane. And uh, I don't wish for anybody to die. I think it's tragic no. when anybody no, dies. definitely not. You don't, you don't and it, I don't think like... she was the worst monarch to ever exist. But I don't think she was also the best person. It's kind of a mixed bag. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, um, I don't really follow the royal family. I'm I'm American. She's mm-hmm. the queen of, of Canada. She's also in oh, yeah, 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 England. You, you told me
1: that. The,
0: yeah, because she's because Canada. Canada is a British Commonwealth. They have a treaty with England and they trade, they had an exclusive trade agreement. Mm-hmm. Belize is also a British Commonwealth and. Uh that's why like the, the Queen of England appears on Canadian money. You ever notice that?
2: Yeah, yeah. I noticed that.
0: Yeah, because she's the Queen of Canada as well. Oh, okay. But it's only a figurehead, she doesn't really have any direct power.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh
0: it's the parliament. The power lies in the parliament and the prime
1: minister. Mm-hmm. But but uh, anyways, um, how much time do we have left? I mean, if we have any time
0: We have left, seven minutes. we got seven minutes. Do you want to talk about the what's happening yeah.
2: in Ukraine? Or did you hear that Russia is retreating from Ukraine?
1: Uh, let me go to Al Jazeera. We'll find out. All righty. Sharing screen.
0: Okay, so there's been some significant change in the map. In the last 24 hours, you have the red areas patrolled by the Russians. The yellow area is the Dompus region that has declared independence from Ukraine and is allied with Russia. And the blue areas are, are claimed Ukrainian counterattacks. And so, uh, and these little circles here are. Basically significant fighting in the last 24 hours. This is day 201 of the war, September the 12th, 2022 Uh 10 o'clock Greenwich mean time. And um, yeah, they they have kicked Russia out of Kharkiv. The uh, looks here like Ukrainian forces, instead of focusing towards the center, they focus towards the northeast. They've kicked Russia all the way back to the border. But they still, haven't, uh, they still haven't been able to retake Kyrgyzstan or Maripol. These are two major cities. They really need to focus on uh, Kyrgyzstan because if they can take Kyrgyzstan, they can cut off the water supply to Crimea. Um, and Russian forces, uh, wow, they have really collapsed in the Northeast but they still control all this territory. So we'll see if the entire Russian army gets routed. This could be a major victory for Ukraine. This is the most significant territorial grain gain of the Ukrainian army in like six months. Now we'll see if Russia managed to muster a counterattack. I know that Russia has uh, reinstated the draft and they've done massive recruitment to try to replace their losses. Cause they've lost about 15% of their strength. So yeah, I mean, they had already kicked out the Russian army out of Kharkiv, but they, they've Russia was sieging Kharkiv and still firing artillery at it. And so they've kicked them a reasonable distance away uh, and significantly taken uh, retaken a big portion of Eastern Ukraine. But I would still not consider this a decisive counterattack until they've retaking at least Kirsten and Maripol and kicked Russia out of Crimea. Because as long as Russia holds Crimea, they're able to block um, wheat exports from Ukraine and they're able to disrupt supply and disruption. So we'll see. Uh, Yeah, this is actually surprising news. Uh, Russia, the Russian army continues to do very poorly. And suffers from very low morale. So we'll we'll see what happens from here.
1: But um yeah, I mean uh let's see
0: Russian-Ukrainian war. This is Al Jazeera.com. Uh who who controls what in Ukraine? It says Ukrainian forces have recaptured most of all of the Kharkiv province in a rapid counteroffensive, inflicting a huge operational blow to Russia since the Institute of the Study of War. Uh, who controls what in the Donbas region? Russian forces continue to carry out ground attacks in Domis- uh, uh, Donetsk, or sorry, in Donetsk, uh, according to the Institute for the Study of War. Russian forces have also claimed Ukrainian forces are reinforcing and determining our, de- our re- Ukrainian forces are reinforcing and demining the Verdor area in western uh, Donetsk. And then it says, who controls what of the Donbass region? Russian forces continue to carry out attacks in Donetsk. According to the Institute for the Study of the War, Russian forces also claim Ukrainian forces are reinforcing and demining the Bundor area in western Donetsk. Then it also tells you where people are fleeing to, so far during the war, you've had, jeez, you've had 2 million refugees flight flee to Russia, 2.4 2. million refugees, 16,000 uh, to Belarus, uh, 5.9 million to Poland, 757,000 to Slovakia, 1.3 million to Hungary, 1.1 million to Romania, 600,000 to Moldova, uh, But yeah, this is, uh, for the longest time, it was a stalemate. But yeah, they've recaptured all this territory. But uh, there's no hope with the war ending anytime soon until uh, they kick Russia out of all territory. And that also includes Crimea. They need to kick Russia out of Crimea. As long as Russia is allowed to hold Crimea they're always going to have, um, you know, warm port for their uh, for their uh, Black Sea fleet, and it, al- it allows the Russian Navy to run maneuvers along the coast and disrupt supplies dish- uh, and uh production in Ukraine. So we'll see. Uh, I don't. I still no sign of when the war is going to end. We're at day one hundred one. And before I go, we got about one minute left. Any other words you have to say about this battle map? Uh,
2: wow. Well, it it kind of changed a little bit, you know? Uh-huh. Well, yeah,
0: they've significantly kicked the Russians out of the Kharkiv uh, province. Uh, and they were launching a counterattack towards Kirsten. They're trying to retake Kirsten, but Russia has put up f- fierce resistance in that area. Um. They also have to be careful with their flank because if they're counterattacking from here, who's to say that, like, Belarus is a big ally of Russia and they have their own army? Although their army, I think, is only like 20,000 troops. It's not very large. And then, the, you know, Russia has other armies inside of Russia. So they need to be careful because they could overextend themselves. Russia could counterattack through this area again. Because if they have all their forces focused right here and then Russia counterattacks here, they can end up cutting off their supply lines. But Russia's the Russian army has done very poorly. I've actually been very surprised how poor the Russian army has performed. Um, it's still somewhat of a stalemate, even though they've recaptured some territory. Because they, until they, like I said, start recapturing Kirsten, Maripol, or Crimea, you have no way to know if the war is if there's any end in sight for this one. Anyway, thank you very much for your time. Let me stop sharing that. This is your host, Steve Buck Star Raisin of amberstreet.com.
1: You have a nice day. I will see you. 25 billion years, I will. <laughs>